Hello, and welcome to The Marvel Virgin, a podcast all about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. My name is Paul, and I'm a Marvel Virgin. And my name is Kaylee, and I'm a Marvel whore. For each episode, Paul is watching a Marvel movie or TV series for the very first time, and with my help, we'll be delving into the good and not-so-good aspects of the MCU, and navigating the secrets and intricacies of this big and complex universe. If you'd like to send in any questions, comments, factoids, or even if you'd like to correct anything we've said, after all, we're not perfect, then you can tweet us at the Marvel Virgin. We'd love to hear from you. Enjoy the show. Let's talk about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Yes, let's, because I'm very, very intrigued to see what you think of this one. I also think feel like everyone should always say the title in that way, like they're yeah. in a Hammer yeah. horror film. Yeah. Well, we will talk a lot about horror in this podcast. You're, you're, you've opened it up now. That's Pandora's box. Watch it all whizzing past. <laughs> Um, yes, multiverse of madness. What multiverse of madness? Uh, what do we think of multiverse of madness? I didn't like multiverse of madness. You know what? I was, yeah, I knew you wouldn't like it, but I was also like, oh, I wonder what he'll think because you love Toby Maguire's Spider Man, and this is Sam Raimi, so I figured you'd be like, oh, it's a and he directed Spider Man Two, which for me is the greatest superhero film ever made and has not been surpassed. So, mm. well, I liked aspects <laughs> of it. I like. I like the yeah, visually it was really fun. I like monsters as well. Well, who doesn't? Who well, exactly. Doesn't? But I love like I love like the Hellboy films and those kind of stuff. And when I saw the trailer and during the film, I was like, I enjoy all the monsters and the horror element of it. Um and that was quite fun. But it was just a really naff story, I thought. Yes, yes. Oh, it's very um I, I re-watched it last night actually to make sure it was fresh in my head and I was very surprised oh, you're so pretty... dedicated I am aren't I um it's all this free time I have on my hands but yeah Chris like, I'll watch it with you which was a surprise because as we know he hates Marvel so it was a strange huh, occurrence oh um, shut up he loves Sam Raimi because of him being the director of Evil Dead which mm-hmm. once I made a lot of this film made much more sense to me because it is just like if Marvel and Evil Dead got thrown together in a blender. What would you get? Ta-da! But um, it's very surface level. Like it feels like it just—it's trying to do like a really deep storyline, mm. but it doesn't ever get. It doesn't allow itself to get deep. It's very like skimming across it, like a little stone on a lake. And it had it had these fun ideas and surprises in like when he's in that universe where all those other characters are mm. up there um, on that big platform or whatever they're on. Um, but yeah, like it didn't didn't explore it massively. Didn't go because they all just suddenly get killed off as well. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's going to be so upset for um for Peggy. You were, weren't you? <laughs> well, like I don't it just. I was like, well, it's not the real Peggy. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Professor X as well. I was like, you, all of you are doomed. But it just is so funny that it's such big, they got such big names to come in for those tiny death scenes. I know. And I'm just like, don't, don't bring, don't promise me Patrick Stewart and then just do very little with him. Like mm. it's Patrick Stewart. That's Captain John Luke Picard. That's Charles Xavier to you, sir. <laughs> but he kept pointing while frowning slightly. So they got him to do that. They did, but I don't think he does that much in the actual films. I think James McAvoy created that, mm, and then they've given it to Patrick Stewart. 
Maybe. I need to go back and re- I haven't watched the X-Men films in quite some time, so I can't remember them very well. What did you think of Wonder? Yeah, this was my big issue with it, really, <laughs> was I'm like, we've done this. We've done her whole character trajectory here. I thought, I maybe I misread something, but I thought by the end of WandaVision, she'd come to terms with her grief. I thought becoming Scarlet Witch was her finding balance in her mental health. And yep. then suddenly this film is like, nope, we're going to go through it all again. And she's and she wants her kids who aren't real, um, who aren't or who aren't hers. Um, and she's going to go through that trajectory all over again. I'm like, it's like it's like one division just hadn't happened. It was. I was like, you were supposed to know that grief is love persevering, and it seems like you do not know that. And you are also. It just kind of made a mockery of women and motherhood and grief. And I was like, this is not good because she just is a, a crazy she's extra crazy this time she was like a i mean she's, she's, a, she's just as crazy but she's more powerful now because she's scarlet witch with the dark hold like that bit where she's just staggering around with blood all over her very evil dead which was fun but mm. also i don't really care for it because i want to wonder to be in a different place like when they go to her for help i was like oh this is the first time I saw this, obviously, but I was always like, "Oh, this is great!" You know, Wanda should be able to help with this because she's she's magic, and she's like, "It'll maybe help her come to terms with." Oh no, it's actually her, and she's evil, and she's oh yeah, she's a true witch now. That's fine. That's fine. That's yeah. it. I I don't. I thought that she we'd move past. I see, <laughs> I thought we'd move past this Wanda. I thought I, the message for me at the end of WandaVision was that she, although still had her grief, was you know balanced and a bit more okay now um mm. but then yeah suddenly they had i mean the twist was quite well delivered i like how um he sort of works it out whilst in conversation with her and there's a sort of very quick change in tone but i don't see why they had to use wonder for it when we'd already done this why couldn't they have introduced like a new villain there must be a whole host of witches in the marvel cinematic the marvel Wait, comics yeah. that they could pick from <laughs> theories coming out about the coven of whatever it is chaos probably yeah I've just, it's the coven of chaos is it <laughs> Agatha, oh no it's isn't it just Agatha. isn't it house of harkness oh i thought it was in the coven of whatever it's the co- are, coven of chaos <laughs> it's a whole they could have got aubrey plaza in or something and she could have been a great little witch and i would have loved that but no they got in poor Elizabeth Olsen and they done wonder dirty. Literally, they did her really dirty. And I just thought it, it almost was a bit demeaning to WandaVision, which was, for me, the best thing Marvel Cinematic Universe has done. Um, yeah. And, and I just, it, I, I wonder if either they should have had a different character altogether and had Wanda working with Doctor Strange or um, had established that actually something else happened in between one division and this film to change her mind i don't know what but they needed something because it, it was just it felt confusing to me i was like but we've, we've done this we've done this like what are we doing westview again they did the dream sequence and then she woke up and was like oh that was sad i'm gonna go smell my apple blossom now but actually it's a hellscape surprise yeah. <laughs> i was like Maybe we needed to dedicate, I don't normally say this, but I think maybe we needed to dedicate a bit more to the preamble before we got to the amble, because this time the amble was just there. And I was like, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> I've never heard the word amble just used like that. I, I, there's always preamble, but there's never amble or postamble. Are you ever just whelmed? <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm so whelmed normally. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. You were right. Sorry, you were right. It is Coven of Chaos. There we go. You of your House of Harkness. I do. <laughs> That's like I House of Madness. I don't know where House <laughs> Mansion of Madness. That's when she opens up her fashion label. <laughs> House of Harkness. Yeah. Um. Okay, that makes me feel slightly less mad. Yeah. So that was that was that. Also, my other. I've got a few points. These are my notes. What yeah. did you think Strange and Christine's relationship? Like, was how did you feel about that great love story coming? She, was, she wasn't the real Christine. Personally, I like it seems very odd to me because I never got the vibe that they were that in love. And this whole one was like, how will I survive the multiverse? Every other Strange was like, I miss Christine. I was like, but do you? Yeah, um, and. Uh, it didn't see that's the thing it didn't seem to continue anything that had happened in mm. previous films it felt like it had been written by someone who had maybe vaguely done a bit of research on mm. what had happened in the previous doctor strange and in um avengers and wandavision and that sort of thing um and like you say skim the surface of it yeah because i i feel like you know you've got rachel mcadams there i love rachel mcadams you could use her quite a lot but yeah she was not used that well I don't think. I just, I also think the top lesson I've learned from this whole experience, because it happens in every one version of the multiverse, is don't go to an ex's wedding. Yes. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's good advice generally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, just don't do it. It's bad enough running into an ex at any wedding, let alone your own or their own wedding. Like a that really is... meaningful long-term ex. Yeah. Don't do that. Say. Don't do that. That's terrible. Like, mm. I love that they even have that awkward moment where he's like, mm, "Yeah, I'm going to chat to you and be like, I loved you at your wedding." And she's like, "Are you happy though?" It's like he's clearly not happy. Don't rub salt in this wound. And they need, like, I suppose, they needed a way to establish that Doctor Strange is lonely, Doctor Strange is sad, um, <laughs> and and you know the the classic. Oh, I just oh, I just dropped a wire. Um, <laughs> <laughs> AI is taking over the world. <laughs> this is this is how um uh expensive this podcast is to run. It's just wires <laughs> just drop everywhere. Um and it, it, it's this sort of old trope of like lonely um lone wolf, lone lion kind of um superhero. Um not very engaging because I'm like we've seen all this many a time. Um I want a superhero who's not a lone wolf. That's what I want. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like uh, that. That's why I like Ant Man so much. Is that he's yeah. got like he's very like family man, and he's jolly and he's fun. Um, he was Doctor Strange. I feel. I suppose the thing with the the unique thing about the Strange films is that it's the visuals, but not him. Mm. He's not that interesting as a person. Whereas it's it's more about the surrealist uh, aspects of it. Yeah, it's so true. I also love that she got so annoyed when he left her wedding to go fight the literal octopus that was attacking. She was just like. And I was like, well, he, I don't think. What do you expect him to do? (laughs) (laughs) How dare he show up my wedding by going off and doing it? It's like, well, yeah, he's a superhero. It's my special day. (laughs) (laughs) Let that mum and her baby in the pram die at the hands of an octopus. Jeez. I do love, I love that it was a mum and a baby in a pram because you could do a whole like, my baby, my baby. I think that's (laughs) because I love that little cliche that is often done for laughs. (laughs) Yeah. And they always save the baby. <laughs> you kind of need to. You kind of you can't have dying babies. That's that's too dark. Too dark. 
I like this. I did like the monsters. I thought they were good. I liked all the practical effects actually of that film. That was it. I mean, the other uh, problem I have is uh, I, as much as I like the effects and the monsters and stuff, because we're dealing with like magic, you can kind <laughs> of just make things up on the spot. And yeah. I felt like the, the plot did do that. It was like, oh, no, suddenly you can do this now and that saves the day. Oh, you could do this now and that saves you. And that, you could do this now and that puts them in danger. And it didn't. Um, I like to know. I like it when you know the mechanics of it. You, so that there's limitations that the characters have to work around. Yes. Yes, yes. We actually said that while we were watching it last night. I was like, I think you need rules. You just need them to make it more fun. At the moment. It's like literally anything can happen. I don't care for that in a game because hmm. you don't have any enjoyment then. Chris actually had a better idea for the plot in that he said it should have been like Scarlet Witch jumping through the multiverse and Doctor Strange trying to pursue her. So that it felt like there was a more cohesive reason. Like at the as it happened, it just felt like they were just sort of jumping into random multiverses and. Hmm also sort of established rules occasionally like oh you know always um look for food and it never came up again and i was like well i would like that to be a rule for um, a reason yes 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 you're right yeah um and that could have been a nice little plot point to bring back yeah. in yeah There's some other universes so when they end up it was kind of boring i was like oh the only real difference is you don't cross the road when it's red or oh, you go when it's green no other way around yeah you do it the other way around you do it the opposite oh that's crazy and the pizza comes in balls that's it that's the only yeah real yeah and uh, yeah maybe they needed more of that more of that fun stuff um mm. and then and then use it later on i think that yeah yeah maybe it yeah, was a bit rushed maybe the whole film was a bit rushed and they didn't yeah very well little films snipped together like i i really did like all the horror bits and i feel like if they'd gone really leaned hard into that all the way through and like all of the multiverses have been horrifying that would have been quite fun as well. But as it was, it was like the multiverse was quite cute with rainbows and very pretty. And, you know, it had pizza balls and memory lane, literally. It was just a bit naff. And other like... than establishing the character of Chavez, um, I don't feel like it developed the idea of the multiverse that much because we've seen a lot of that in Loki and in What If. Um, maybe it's to establish it more in the films it, assuming that some people might not watch the TV series as much as the films um, yeah. but I don't feel like it, it it introduced much other than there's multiverses <laughs> and what did you yeah I guess my last point was what do you think of America the new one she was fun I liked her I, I yeah. thought she was a good addition and I liked the whole idea of her um she can sort of just willy-nilly travel between them. That's like her power. And that made her immediately quite interesting because that was that was the only point that I felt it developed in the whole chronology at the moment, mm. Um, which I guess it doesn't have to. It can just be a sort of little standalone film on its own. But when you're using the multiverse so much and the audiences have so many questions about it, you want to establish a few more mechanics around it. But they sort of established that they could do whatever the hell they want. Blah, 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 blah. That's so true. Yeah. I, I felt like they could have used a bit more time with her in the beginning just to sort of like get you to really root for her because she sort of appeared and she was quite rude, um, which was fine. I would have been rude too because the last strange killed me. But I liked, I liked, she reminded me of from the comics Kitty Pride, who can. Mm. Yeah. Face. Yeah. That's the one that can go through walls, right? Yeah. But she, yeah, it kind of reminded me of that. Like she doesn't really control it when she's, when she sort of has an emotional, she falls through the wall. Mm 
pulling through the walls that separate the universes. Mm, yeah. Yeah, I thought she she was a good addition, definitely. Um Yeah, yeah. and I could have spent a bit more time with her like mum and her mum's plural, because she she's sort of like at the end she's like, I can do I can travel through the multiverses at will, but she doesn't go and find them. She just sort of decides to train with Strange. And I was a bit like, hmm. you can go find your mums now. You have the power. Maybe she needs to hone her power still or something. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. The world she came from looked very, um, it reminded me of like the Star Trek um, alien worlds. In... It was very, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wear blue robes with stars on them because it's it's a different world. Which going through start watching Star Trek on and off over the last couple of years, I'm like, all the alien worlds look the same. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there's not much variance here. And the humanoids all look the same. They normally just have one very distinguishing. They said the, the the bumps are somewhere else on the face. Yeah, <laughs> eyebrow bumps. Yeah. <laughs> I love I love in general how in most science fiction, um, aliens are at least humanoid um but with some kind of different they're like they're blue and they've got yes. big ears and that's it but they're still they still got two hands two feet a stomach three boobs isn't it that's the three boobs four eyes like yeah just little variants on the humanoid form i like the idea though that maybe the humanoid form is like evolutionaries like always go to because it just kind of means you can survive in lots of different environments but there might be a different variant depending on the environment or something yeah, Stargate came up with the reason as being like the um human humans were taken in by the gold as slaves across the universe. Right. That's why they're everywhere. So the genes uh, have gone across the universe. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's a good idea. Yeah. So I quite like that. I, I, have you ever read Michael Crichton? Crichton. I don't know how you say his name. Crichton Sphere. Crichton, I think. No, I was right the first time. Sphere by him. No. They. So that one's quite interesting because he, he comes up with this idea that um an alien would be like multi-dimensional. You can't actually see it in all dimensions and mm. a virus could be an alien. It doesn't have to be. Well, that's why it's quite interesting when science fiction does create an alien of some kind where it sort of questions the idea of how things can exist. Like in Arrival, I mm. love the film Arrival, when they show mm. how the aliens communicate by making those wibbly wobbly circles. and yes. that But that their communication like transcends time and it's like whoa what even is existence anymore it's so good that's such a clever film actually yes there's not many films that uh, i guess it's hard to make it a universal appeal you've got to think you... right outside the box to the point where you can't see the box anymore <laughs> the box is the alien <laughs> the box is the alien yeah have you seen nope yeah oh no not yet nope nope, nope. <laughs> our stack of films to watch because we're catching up with last year because of you know Nope, nope covers that a little bit. I won't oh. tell you what exactly, but it it does. It, you think you think you know what it is, but it's not that or something, you know. Yeah. Ooh, okay, okay, that's exciting. I'm really excited to watch that. It's one. good. It's good. I love Kiki Palmer in it. I thought she was very good. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed that. I liked it. You could just say nope. This is a. Have you seen cool. nope? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, nope, nope. Um, sorry. Yes. So, do you want to do plot, or do you want me to? Keep... No, let's do some plots. I feel like we've yeah. we've unloaded our. Thoughts. We have. <laughs> sorry, podcast listeners. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, it starts with 
um, and not the Doctor Strange we know, but an alternative multiverse Doctor Strange. And uh, she, he's with a young woman called America Chabeth, uh being chased by a demon. Uh, and they're looking for the book of Vishanti. Um, and in this whole action sequence, Doctor Strange, this Doctor Strange is killed, uh, but Chavez manages to um, escape and travel with the corpse uh, to <laughs> our timeline. It's all yeah. the timeline that we know in the MCU. The yes, main they, timeline. I can't remember what it was. It was like 600 and something, wasn't it? Yes, they're all numbered in there, yeah. um, I noticed, which I, I, I'm i not following that. I'm like, our one. <laughs> this one that we live in now. I like that all the strangers just have slightly different facial hair. That was how you tell them apart. <laughs> That's it, yeah. That was, yeah. That's it, like, it, 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 Doctor Strange, there's it, it not much variance, but then they always throw in one. Whereas in Loki, they were a bit more inventive with that. Yeah, yeah. different actors, all sorts. They could have had a bit more fun. They could have got um, Martin Freeman to be one of them. I don't know, they could have done all sorts of things. One was a crocodile. Yes. Like, that's fun. Yeah, so she meets our Doctor Strange, and Doctor Strange saves her from the big demon with one eye. And uh, Chavez explains that these demons are chasing her because she is able to travel between universes. That's her power. Um, so Strange goes to consult Wanda for help because uh, she's magical and powerful and Scarlet Witchy, um, but quickly realizes that she is the one behind these attacks. Like I said, I did actually enjoy the way it was revealed. It's just the fact that this whole twist was just not, not conducive to a good film <laughs> yes i like the way she's like bring america here and then she's like you didn't tell me her name was america did you he's like, mm -mm. I was like oh so, so it basic. was it was delivered well i just wish it was it, it could have been like a brand new character where he's like oh yes this famous witch i know her let's go see her or something um you know and it turns out it's agatha in this it should have been agatha agatha would have been excellent wouldn't it Catherine hahn she's too busy that would have been so cool if it was Agatha. Oh my god, that just suddenly that film would have been this film would have been so much better. Dun, 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 dun. They could have made it more campy and that would have upped the horror element of it. And uh, Wanda's fighting her again with Doctor Strange. Yeah, oh, so much potential ruined. <laughs> <laughs> right to Disney, get him to redo it. <laughs> um. Wanda has uh, the Dark Hold, which is the the book, and that is made now the Scarlet Witch, and she wants Chavez's power so that that she can then reunite with her two sons from WandaVision who are alive and well in another universe, even though they've been raised by a different Wanda. Just which is like this is WandaVision again. <laughs> She's done this. <laughs> She learned nothing. <laughs> she learned nothing from all of that. <laughs> all nine episodes wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Why do we bother? It was so good. Uh, Strange is a hero, so he refuses to sacrifice Chavez. So Wanda attacks Kamataj, where Wong and all the other wizards uh, get trained up. Um, and she also she also has these psychic connections with other Wanders in other universes. So she has that power, but she can't actually go to them. Right? That's Okay. And dreamwalk. Everyone, I think everyone who can possess magic can dreamwalk in one of their own personas in another world. Dreamwalk. That's it. <laughs> that was 
I, I remember key details. Like, isn't that not very useful? I barely remember any of my GCSE German, but hey, at least I remember about Dreamwalking. The dream walk, yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna Google it. <laughs> <laughs> the walk of dream, I guess they would translate it as somehow. It would probably be something like that, yeah. With a lot of cheese. <laughs> Um, there's lots of fighting at Camotage. It's quite exciting. Um, Strange and Travis. Hey, when they go like, we need to prepare. This place must become a fortress. And then it cuts to some of them just like banging some drums. I was like, dudes, no, no time for music. Get he just said, make this place a fortress. Get some yes. right. When they cry for battle in films like this, they always bang drums. What are yeah. the drums going to do exactly? Like, that's it, not going to defend you from a volley of catapults, right? I get everyone like hyped, like when you go to a club and you get a real good dance song on to get everyone in the mood. But I don't need that. I'm already because sure. everyone needs a rhythm when they're when they're disemboweling <laughs> each other. Exactly, and they're like slowly jogging and drumming. I was like, this is unnecessary. Like he said, fortress. I think we should all be working way harder, working smarter. Actually, is what we should be doing. Less energy on the music, guys. More energy. Yeah. <laughs> It makes I suddenly thought of do you, you ever watch the film Small Soldiers? Yes. <laughs> when they play Spice Girls on the big on the boom box at the very end. And it's like, tell me what you want, what you really, really want. Like as they're like throwing fireballs into the house. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh man. Yeah, I that's funny. They always do it in films, especially fantasy films. It's always like get the drums going, come on. Mm. And I and, and I suppose another problem with this battle scene is that um the the wizards uh, uh, they are they're wizards. We're we calling them wizards. Warlocks. Warlocks. There we go. Warlocks. They're all just like one big mass of people. Mm. Um, you needed like a little bit where maybe some like apprentice warlocks are being forced to fight, even though they're not ready or something. Like, give it that little little personal touch. To... You're thinking Jedi Temple babies, aren't you? Yes, Wings. the younglings. Or it happens in um, it happens in Lord of the Rings as well before the Battle of Helm's Deep. Like like people have to go hide like deep down in the grounds, and then other people have to fight even though they're not ready to. Give it that little personal touch to up the the um, the, the yeah yeah the, the sense of danger because I'm just like it's just people shooting things and playing yeah. drums. Yes, and I needed like just to differentiate a little bit between them because they we didn't really know any of these characters. There was a bit where one of them seems like we should have known her because she had a moment but i can't remember ever having met her before don't remember. And I, I don't i don't know you and you don't i don't know i don't know who you are you'll die and I i'm don't sorry care. you're dead but i don't know you <laughs> yeah but anyway they all fail it was a terrible battle maybe anyway. maybe we haven't met her before and like if she dies they're all like oh my god sarah I want someone to do a Marvel film from like one of the side characters' point of view, like maybe the drummer. I want to know what they're thinking. What's your story? <laughs> What's your backstory? Yeah. So yeah, after this about Strange and Chavez are running away from Wanda and they end up in another universe where um uh where they meet uh the people who rule it. There's ruled by the Illuminati or something. So every conspiracy theorist in the world is going crazy for this. Um <laughs> But the the group of people was very exciting to see. Like you had this guy, this guy called Carl Mordu, played by Chuita Ejiofo. I love his character. I love that actor. Whenever he appears, like, I'm like, you're going to be evil because you're so good at doing that softly spoken evil thing. <laughs> he always is. Yes, he's so good. And um, and we also got Peggy Carter, which is cool. Uh, Black Bolt from Inhumans, random. Um, 
Ma- Maria Rambo, um, Reed Richards, who he played by John Krasinski. So he's Fantastic Four, right? Yes. Yes. Um, and Charles Xavier, which was very exciting. Just on wheels on out. I was like, there you are. <laughs> yes. And they even had the little the, the X-Men like, like music in the background, just very briefly as well. I went, I recognize that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just Disney, like, look, we own things now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our empire is complete. Um, and Christine Palmer is also there working for them, but not our Christine Palmer. That universe is Christine Palmer. Yeah, Christine you can tell Palmer. she's got redder hair and she's wearing like a Stormtrooper superior officer outfit. So that's how you know. Distinguishing, distinguishing yeah. features. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Very. Um, they explained that their Doctor Strange was very, very dangerous. So they had to kill him. Um, and they think that our Doctor Strange is also very, very dangerous. So they don't like him being there. Um, but Wanda uses her dream walk to um, inhabit the her counterpart in this universe and pretty much just kills all of them. She does, really grotesquely. She is, she's proper evil dead monster, isn't she? She's staggering around with these little the blood everywhere and the, oh, she just looks horrid she looks horrid very <laughs> much that? so and i just feel like it was exciting and yet i just wanted a bit more i wanted to see them these characters a bit more like explore this a bit more but they're like no let's just wipe them out and yeah, I know, they did die very quickly and like like the black bolt died because he just said a word inside his mouth like why would you do that that seems silly so he died stupidly and blew him blew himself up yeah yeah, they all just like Rambo got crushed by a statue, which felt very like. Un- I thought she was going to come back. I genuinely did. I was like, "That's a twist. She'll return because she mm-hmm. can't be killed by a statue falling on her." Silly, but no, she was dead. Um, it was Peggy- all very. I mean, I'm not looking for a long death scene for all of them. If they want to kill them off, do so. But get them to do something towards the plot. Um, yeah, I don't feel like they contributed anything towards the film in the end. So. Well- and like Xavier, I assume like he was just like, mm, yes, we don't trust you, Doctor Strange. Then whenever left the room, he's like, Shh, I secretly do trust you. You should yeah. escape. I was like, why did you not say that in front of the others? Then you could have all worked together and not died. Yeah, or explore why he did it that way. It, yeah, yeah, and, and I feel like they were just going to be. They just were like, ah, there's more than one universe and more than one Doctor Strange. And I'm sitting there like, but we know, we know this. Yeah. Chop chop. <laughs> Time is money. <laughs> Step with your random collection of superheroes and get back to the plot. We know. <laughs> Have the writers not had a chance to actually read the scripts that are being released before this film at all? Like any of them? I don't. Yeah. Like what? Do you remember that game where you could like write a story and then you fold the paper down? And Consequences. Yeah. I feel like they wrote this film. Yes, that's how they did it, and and it was all a dream, and they open it up and go, oh no, that was, <laughs> oops. Yeah, because you can kind of see, like, the person who wants it to be a horror film, their bits just come really randomly. Then you've got the mm. person who wants it to be, like, I don't know, multiverse. They've seen Spider-Verse, Spider-Man into Spider-Man. Like, it's this. You've just got all these different people. With and then someone little- else is like, what if Wanda is evil and actually yeah. does bad things? And so everyone's like, whoa, that's the- we haven't done that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they all failed. I, w- I would have, mm, it doesn't matter, but, like, wouldn't it have been interesting because isn't Magneto Magneto in the comics is her father? Wanda's father. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, in the comics. This these connections, man. This is like this is too complicated. It can't be. 
with the multiverse stuff, I feel like they could have done some stuff like from the comics that has been dropped, you know, that could have been more mm. fun rather than have like, oh, what if we just throw those superheroes together? It made no sense to me. I was like, these people would not work together. Don't <laughs> do that. Get a different Illuminati or get a different group of superheroes. Do you think get they just got people who were available? Yeah, I kind of do. Like we do could it. have had Avengers super pets. That would have been cute. Like they could have been in charge. As children, as babies. Yes, the Muppet Baby version. I would have yeah. loved that. Oh, this random situation. So whatever. Well, this is what we got. So <laughs> <laughs> we can, we can, you know, what if as much as we like. And I guess they are because there's another series of that. Um, but anyway, like this, this all happens. They all get killed and Strange, Chavez and Christine get away. Um, they're off to get the Book of Vishanti, which is what they were after at the beginning because that's the like the the dark hold is like the book of the dead and the book of shanty is the book of the living right yeah we've the seen them up we know how it works we've seen them <laughs> up we know i'm like two books two different books and you get one to cancel out the other yeah got this cool they're Could have told you this at the beginning. They're really <laughs> to the way they should be but we know how it works <laughs> just somehow managed to read an ancient egyptian and boom <laughs> it was weird um, it, the the lock on the door was his watch that made that was comp- I didn't really understand how it worked, but I, I liked it. it was... Oh, I don't remember that bit. They were trying. Was it? Isn't the watch quite significant though? Wasn't that he like a gift? It. Yeah, she gave it to him, and he's kept it ever since the car crash. And he's going, "What? What would be meaningful to me in every universe?" So she's like, "It's this watch <laughs> I bought you." <laughs> Maybe that there's a like always a constant between them, and that's the constant. Is that? Yeah. Yeah. She buys him a watch. I don't know. I didn't. I don't remember that very well, so it didn't have much impact on me. <laughs> no, let's move on. Move on from that plot. I did love. We didn't talk about this, but I did love when um Wanda was using the reflections to come through. Mm. That was that was good. Yeah, yeah. I did it, again. It, it, there's there's a good level of invention in this with the visuals and the ideas behind it. It was just, I think having Wanda as the villain was just so off putting. Yeah, I think, I think I, like she's too funny. You needed someone who's really malevolent, witchy, evil. And I don't know who that is, but I'm going to think of someone. Just find there's there'll be someone in the comic books. There's literally a million characters they could have got and just employ someone to do. It's not like it's not like no one's queuing up to be in a Marvel film, you know. Well, some people don't want to. Emily Blunt says she would. She'd rather not. <laughs> so we'll see we'll see what check they offer to her eventually <laughs> yeah she'll come in she'll be fantastic for wife might as well john krasinski's doing it now so her name's sue sue storm yeah um uh wanda destroys the book of Vishanti. that's a shame that's not gonna happen <laughs> for them um <laughs> she manages to inhabit chavez uh-oh this is not good um, she banishes Strange to a universe where there's an evil Strange, uh, but good Strange defeats evil Strange. Do you um, watch, watch it with subtitles? Yeah. Did you notice that the other Strange was called Sinister Strange? I was like, oh, I wonder if he's bad or good. Oh, is it Sinister Strange? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so subtle. <laughs> <laughs> Just say Strange too. I don't understand. Um. Good Strange uses, yeah, so Good Strange is then using similar powers to Wanda to then sort of dreamwalk into his corpse, which Chavez brought into 
our universe. Yes, um, pretty good. Uh, it was I, very. I, that was good. That was good. You had the corpse at the beginning, and then you brought it back in. Like more of that stuff. Love that stuff. Love it. It was it was creepy and dirty, mm. and I liked it. But I also thought he was too decomposed. It's not been that long. So, how long does it take to decompose? I think longer than a day. How long are they supposed to have been? Actually, a lot has happened. How long? They, all, it... they managed to get. Well, I don't know because they can. You can travel in like a second. He just opens up a little wibbly wobbly portal and yeah. goes through. So yeah, maybe yeah, it could be like it could literally be like twelve hours. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, I'm gone now. <laughs> the universe are very very hungry. <laughs> yeah, potentially. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Um. Anyway, yeah, he is a bit decomposed. Um, again, this was cool. This again, Evil Dead and Sam Raimi. This felt very him, and he's yeah. got his stamp on there. I like that. That was another good idea in there, um, uh, and that gets him back into our universe. He saves Chavez, and Chavez uses her powers to transport Wanda to the universe where her sons are. But um, her sons recoil from her and are scared of her because obviously that's not their mother, their real mother. Yeah, um, and also murdering someone at a time and the kids sorry to just segue here but yeah. it is written by someone who'd never met kids before because when they first meet her they're like you do it no you do it okay uh, we we, uh, we like ice cream as all kids should give us some ice cream and we'll be good and i was like no that's not what boys this age would do when they want ice cream they would be like can we have some ice cream give us I some want ice, cream. ice cream is basically the word they'll say yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Gonna be a cute little song, and then when she crashes in, I noticed that they were watching the original Snow White, and I was like, "They're not gonna be watching the original Snow White. These are these are like preteen boys. They're gonna be watching, I don't know, Transformers or something. This is yeah, not their vibe. Pokemon or something like that. Surely, yeah, yeah, um, Pokemon. That's good. Yeah. Well, you know, if they like Snow White, we're not judging. But is it was it a metaphor? Is what I was gonna ask you. Do you think the Snow mm. White the metaphor that I had maybe misunderstood? <laughs> What's the metaphor, though? I don't know. I was just like, there's a witch in it. There is an evil witch. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. It... So they, they are Snow White running away from the evil witch in the scene because they're scared of Wanda. Yeah. I, I, and it's... does that make Doctor Strange the seven dwarves? Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> I... <laughs> it's, so, it's so what? And then, like, yeah, Wanda comes in and she's like, when it, be... it's for symbolic purposes, it would have made more sense for them to be watching Sleeping Beauty and to see a scene with Malevolent in, which connects up a bit more to Wanda, I would have thought. She does look very Maleficent in that film. Yeah. She's got like the headdress and everything. So it kind of that that connection for me is bigger. And you know, it's made by Disney, so they does not like they have to like get the <laughs> rights to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, yeah, it just felt like a missed opportunity there to do something clever with with the metal. Or maybe maybe they were trying to challenge like um uh what boys like and show boys watching a princess movie because what? you know I liked princess movies when I was growing up. Me too, uh, but no one know why. Like they could have been watching Frozen. That would be make make more sense than Snow White. Yeah, or Moana or something. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Snow White is one of the worst Disney films. I'm I going. Know, yeah, on. they pick they pick the most misogynistic one as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's terrible. They should have done any other film. Like, maybe it's because no one's watching it. They were like, maybe this will subliminally remind people that Snow White's great. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe a they little... are. <sighs> so who knows? I don't know what it was. I don't know. That film is nearly 90 years old. Isn't that crazy? Is it? Is it really? Yeah. 
Wasn't it was released women... in the late 1930s, so it was like, yeah. The old woman, wasn't she? The woman who played Snow White. Sorry? Wasn't the woman who played Snow White like an elderly woman? Or is that a rumour? No, she wasn't old. Um, she had a blooming weird voice, though. Um, but I don't think, yeah, I don't think she was especially old. When oh, she... I always had, it was like 75, 80-year-old woman, but maybe, you know yeah. what? Let me find out. Let me find out. It'll be like a forty-year-old woman in those days. That'll be what they considered ancient. So, yeah, because everyone died at the age of fifty anyway. So, because <laughs> they all smoked and drank and abused each other. Ah, uh, yes, the classics. Back <laughs> Adri- in the old- Adriana Casalotti. Oh. She was. She would have been. Oh, she would have only been twenty-one. Wow, she was ancient. She was so old. So uh, old, yeah. <laughs> By medieval standards, she's had four children already. <laughs> <laughs> Monstrous. They're remaking that as well, so who knows what we'll see. But maybe that was what they were teasing. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I don't. Yeah. Maybe they just wanted to not do an obvious choice, which I guess it isn't for them to be. Well, watching they just something. went. They just they just grabbed one at random. What scene was it when they were watching it? Maybe the scene when, is when she bursts in. When she bursts in. And they're watching Snow White in the background. No, I mean, what scene in Snow White are they watching? Oh, the one in the in the woods where she's going from the tree. So I feel like it's meant to be because um, that's when she the, the woods. That's a very sort of surreal experience when the woods are all coming alive and the logs are turning into crocodiles and stuff. I yeah. wonder if it's meant to sort of connect up to the tone of Doctor Strange, like the horror element of it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. That could be it. I wonder if it's meant to be that and meant to be, you know, someone lost in a crazy universe that's making no sense and is turning against them and it's out of control. Um, and it's the multiverse of madness. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, yes, let's go with that. But yeah, he crashes oh, it. We've we've overanalyzed that very small few seconds. <laughs> um anyway, yeah, she 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 scares the kids, and when she realizes that they are terrified of her, she realizes the error of her way. She's not their mother. She, you know, and again, we went through this in WandaVision. This is all it's all been done before. Um yeah. I like to hear from her other self, like she's like, they will be loved. And it's like, well, no shit, Sherlock. Like she saw that in her in her dreams. She knew they had a mum that loved them. So this is yeah. just her. Yeah, it's yeah, and she she had to kind of she learned to let go of them at the end of WandaVision. That was the whole point, and she's learning it again as if she hadn't learned it before. Um, but so she destroys the dark hold, she destroys all copies of the dark hold, and that apparently destroys herself. But let's face it, she's not destroyed, she's going to come back at some point. I'm sure she is. Well, I don't know, maybe Elizabeth Olsen just was like, no more after this. <laughs> <laughs> you did what to my character? <laughs> Kill me off. <laughs> Um, Chavez moves Strange and Christine back to their own universes um, and later on Camotage is being built and Doctor Strange now has a third eye yeah that was that was fun wasn't it <laughs> well, why does he have a third eye I don't understand yeah we were discussing this we we firstly thought maybe just Sam Raimi liked the idea of a third eye because it's kind of gory and creepy mm. or maybe it's because um, the Darkhold did touch him and He's so it's to... got some residual power in there from it, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the third eye is going to be able to see into other multiverses. Maybe. Maybe. It's a hard one to hide, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, he's going to have to wear a special hat. <laughs> isn't, isn't there a Doctor Who episode where someone like clicks or whistles and like something comes out of their head? 
Ooh, kind of... maybe. Oh, I can't remember if there is. Well, it's in the Eccleston era. I'll look it up later. I'll tell you over text. Oh, was it? What was <laughs> yeah. the Eccleston era? It was that guy, and he gets some tech from like the the uh, news corporation run by Simon Pegg. Yes, they they click their fingers because then they can connect to the news feed, right? Yeah, so it's like a little eye. Is it an yes, eye? Yes, 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 yes. And Thingy from Coronation Street does it, so the Doctor dumps him. Yeah. Yeah, quite harshly as well. <laughs> I know. I thought it was a bit overly harsh, but it was an interesting character point. <laughs> I was like, I guess you, you only forgive them when they're young, blonde women. I'm not saying. Yeah, you'd be all right. I'd be, oh, I don't know about the young anymore, but we'll try it. <laughs> Young-ish? Yeah, ish. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, and then um, uh, Charlie's Ferron appears, and she's like, shit's going down. Come quick, come with me. And Doctor Strange does go with her. With if Charlie's Ferron appeared to you and said shit's going down, would you go with her? I mean, Charlie's Ferron, of course I would. I would her, he had very good sci-fi eyeshadow sci-fi shadow game i don't know if you know she had the purple purple flicks <laughs> i was like yes sci-fi shadow i like yeah. that that's a lovely little portmanteau well done <laughs> thank you yes she had that and i was like you are a superhero from another realm aren't you i, know. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell <laughs> <laughs> your beauty game is on point for that mood um yeah and that was the multiverse of madness the multiverse of madness what would you give it out of five I give it two, maybe yeah. two and a half. I there were some good bits in it, but as a whole, it just felt like we said it felt like the writers just didn't really have a good understanding of what other things were going on in other series and films. So yeah. it either was repeated or didn't connect up very well. Yeah, I agree. I I think two or two and a half. I love the horror stuff. I really think they should have leaned into that and just made it a different kind of film to what it was. Is that you're trying? Yeah. And I think if you've got Sam Raimi, let him do that. That's what he's I, good at, right? I just think of the scene in Spider-Man 2 where Dr. Octopus first comes to life and he kills all the sur surgeons. And it's so, it's it's scary, but in like that really campy Sam Raimi way. Like there's the bit where the woman's being dragged into the darkness and she's, her nails are like making like claw marks in the floor <laughs> and stuff like that. And it's, it's so, and you don't really see anything happen. They just sort of get dragged away and they, you hear screams and maybe like a drop of blood or something and that's it. But that is, where, yeah, when I heard that he was directing it, I was quite excited because I'm like, that's a very distinctive directing style and tone yeah. that you got there, which is quite fun. Um, yeah, but I, I think he did well with it. I just think he was given a bit of a naff story. Yeah, I do think it, and I... I think they should have cut that script down. It was quite like, if you want to have a fun, it felt, I said this to Chris, I was like, it felt like a really high budget, low budget movie. Mm -hmm. And if, if yeah. they want that, it needs to be shorter. Yes. Yes. I'm more I forgiving when it's a lot quick. If it's like an, an hour and a half, hour and 40, then I'm much more forgiving than I am with a two and a half hour situation. Yeah. Yeah. If you make it short and snappy, then you sort of forgive it. I suppose because there's no pretensions, whereas every Marvel film is now what, like close to two and a half hours. So, yeah, yeah it's um, you've got to do something with that two and a half hours, whether it's a Marvel yeah. film or not. Yeah. Or make a series, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's options there. OK, so not not a top one for you, I guess. Not a top one. I thought it was I enjoyed it more than Black Widow, more than Eternals. 
definitely. Mm. Um, but again, another weak film. Like, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of them at the moment. It's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, there are. I feel we've moved into a bad a bad phase for Marvel. The, the series are all really good uh, yes. for the most part. And then the films are a bit weaker. But um, I was being told that um, in the future, they're hoping to lean more into the films and put more into them. Okay. Um, because they make more money, <laughs> essentially. What? More money. TV is good for like building a name for yourself, isn't it? I guess more so than make money, but... What are you gonna do? I just all we can do is watch it and consume it like little <laughs> parasites. Yeah, like just there feeding this machine, aren't we? But never mind. Um, do we you are part to... of the problem. Let's face it. <laughs> we are the problem. Do you do you want me to do you some quizzing? I would love it if you would quiz me. Oh, give me one moment, please, and I will do that for you. Number one. How much do you believe it made? money-wise no it's also distorted now um i'll give you a hint it was the fourth highest grossing film of 2022 900 million so close 955.8 million that's the fourth jesus yeah, i know you're the like first <laughs> what did, wow i don't understand i can tell you what was the first if you'd what like what was the first right i'm gonna work my way up just above that, we had Jurassic World Dominion. Okay. Above that, we had Top Gun Maverick. Oh, yeah. And the other one is another Disney creation. Can you guess? Disney creation. Mm. Gonna upset you. Oh, will it? Oh, tell me. Avatar, Way of the Water. <laughs> oh, I forgot that got released. I forgot that existed. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes. Okay. What do you believe it got on Rotten Tomatoes? Ooh. 80 74 um they said it, it labors under, labors under the weight of the sprawling mcu but his distinctive direction casts an entertaining spell let's see what they did there mm, they're clever these writers aren't they they are um do you agree with that i agree with that 100 yeah i think that's a really good way of putting it yes they it's said in a few words what we just said in an hour's podcast <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. No one wants <laughs> Fine. Um did uh I mean can you guess how much was cut during post production? Ooh. It's... Two hours? Forty minutes. Uh, Forty minutes. Um how long after filming one division do you think Elizabeth Olsen had before she started this one? Ooh, um, I would probably say not long, maybe like a week or so. It was two days. So she was two very, like, <laughs> she was like, uh, I didn't know about this story. She was very upset as she was trying to ensure that Maximoff's role in the film honored the events of the series rather than having the series be affected by the film. Oh, they should have listened to her. They shouldn't. Well, I mean, if, if there's anything people should do is listen to Elizabeth Olsen. Um, in life, yeah. So I learned this from Chris. Uh with Sam Raimi, he always makes sure that Bruce Campbell of Evil Dead and the Evil Dead car appear in his films. Do you know where they were? So Bruce Campbell was in one of the universes. I recognised him. The yes, car I didn't see. I haven't seen Evil Dead, so I'm not familiar with the car. I wasn't looking out for that. Oh, you see, I've been forced to watch it. 
well, yeah, all of them. I've been forced to watch all of them. This is what <laughs> happened. Um, yes, yeah, so the car was floating in one of the, the final sequences when he was coming along. It's right. like a little car. But yeah, Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi went to school together before they were famous. So that's why he always makes him sort of bully himself in films. So he's like squirting mustard in his face in this one and punching himself. Was it a case of like um, uh, when they were making Evil Dead, it was so low budget, he sort of got his mates to do it? Was it that kind of thing? I think so, yeah. Mm. Um, apparently he originally had a slightly different script with Wanda. Um, can you imagine what that might be? <laughs> she's not evil? Yeah, so she's more like a hero until the third act where she gives into her sadness. Um, but they were like, let's bring that good stuff forward and make her more of a... <laughs> more of a it would have been better to have delayed it, I think, to the third act and showed her then struggling again with it because that would be more real to life mm. and a better representation of how grief can sometimes come in waves, I suppose. Maybe yeah. giving her a moment where she uh, is like tempted by the idea of it. Yes, I think something like that. But I guess they wanted to make the villain. Like, it's hard, isn't it? Because it depends on what they were doing. Maybe they should have just had a different character. I think um, they should have had a brand new character, brand new villain come in. You know, I don't even remember there was a scene where um, a female, a female character, a woman at the um, temple was like, I'm going to destroy the Darkhold. And she shares a moment with, with Wong. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> Oh, well, I did say there was like characters that felt like we should have known them. She dies quite horribly. She burns to death when she does it. Um, but she, in in earlier scripts, they had a love story that was cut. That's why it felt oh. so confusing. Because it was like, well, I don't know why this is a big deal for you guys. But Poor Wong. Yeah, I know. I guess. Yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> originally rumoured to be appearing as a as a member of the Illuminati. Um, Who was, sorry? Tom Cruise. <gasps> oh my God, that would be amazing. Can you guess which evil version of a super, ma- a super person he should have been? Ooh, uh, Captain America? Iron Man. Oh, Iron Man. Uh... He was superior Iron Man, and that was because of um, when, when they were doing Iron Man casting originally, he was in the running before Robert Downey Jr. was cast. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, pretty fun. I would have quite liked an evil Iron Man, actually. That would have been a fun idea. Yeah. Well, you know, they could have it in something else. <laughs> yes, something else. Something else. <laughs> um, Sam Raimi's film Army of Darkness, there's a fork that's used um, to stab someone, <laughs> is is in the film somewhere, but I'm guessing you probably wouldn't have spotted it. No, we don't want to look out for that at all. <laughs> It's on the pizza popper's cart. Ah. Yeah. Fun. I know. Yeah, there's lots of little little Easter eggs for all of his work, which is quite nice, isn't it? That's good. I like, I like it. We have one of the bad um, spider people, actually. Mm-hmm. Because of, I guess they just had Spider-Man. Um, Sorry, I'm doing these all in the wrong order because I got excited by some of them, as I always do. <sighs> Um, okay, so there's a statue in the background in the lobby when Wanda's going to get into her fight with Captain Carter, Black Bolt, Captain Marvel, Mr. Fantastic. Mm. Uh, there's a big female statue. That's the one that kills Captain Marvel. Do you know 
where that statue's from. Oh, no, I didn't notice the statue properly at all. I'm very it's unobservant. Xena, warrior princess. Really? Um, oh, yeah. nice. So Sam Raimi was the executive producer on that show. He developed it, so I guess that's oh, the one. Oh, he? Do-do-do-do. What have we got? Um, Ryan Reynolds and Sir Patrick Stewart both denied that they would be reprising their characters for any of the Marvel X-Men Deadpool franchises. Uh-huh. They but, lied. Yeah, they lied. But um but Ryan Reynolds has said he added a little a little line to that, which probably makes this. Um he said he would be contractually obligated to deny it anyway, which further fueled the rumor mill. Um but which other character in the who yes, from a recent film did the same thing. Which other actor has said the same? As in, the, there's a rumour, but they denied that they would be in it. Yes, because they were contractually obligated to deny it. Um, Hayley Atwell playing Peggy. It was Andrew Garfield playing Spider-Man. Uh, of course, yeah. Yes. Mm. Um, did you think about how they differentiated between the strangers as well as the facial hair? Uh, the colour of his outfit? Uh, a different colour to cast spells. Oh, oh clever. Yes, yeah, so they had white for Defender Strange, mm. violet for Sinister Strange, and orange for Doctor Strange. Oh, like um, like the lightsabers. The yes, lightsabers. Like the lightsabers. Wasn't, um, wasn't uh, Mace Windu, wasn't he the only one to have a purple lightsaber? Yeah, because Samuel L. Jackson was like, I want a purple lightsaber. <laughs> yeah. It's Samuel Jackson. I'm like, give him what he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need that. Um, there is a 12-second scene in the film which was cut in Saudi Arabia. Um, Does it show gays? Yes, it was that scene. Uh, where they asked for it to be cut. Um, and Marvel and Disney refused to do it. They were oh. like, no, we stand by this 12-second LGBTQI. So it was shown in Saudi Arabia or not? Um, yes. It was shown. Oh. I guess to be fair, it's so brief. And I don't think they actually kiss or anything. I think they just appear as she goes, my mum's. So. Oh, uh, maybe... just the mention of it. It's funny, isn't it? The way they just, they want to cut even stuff like that. Did you notice anything that she was wearing on her clothing? That was also a supportive moment. Do you have a little pride flag somewhere? Like a little badge? She had a little pin, which I didn't notice, but Chris pointed out to me. He was like. It's all seeping in. Yeah. Oh, look at that. <laughs> Learning. Um, they use um, they use two classical pieces of music for spells. Um, in the the final bit between Doctor Strange and Sinister Strange, um, and they were also used in a big Disney film. Two Disney films. Can you guess? Ooh. Um, is one of them um like the Sleeping Beauty music because they use that a lot? No. Well, no, I don't know. No. <laughs> they were the only numbers for Fantasia and Fantasia 2000. Oh, I forgot about Fantasia. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I watched that not long ago and it had a warning on it. And I was like, oh, I don't remember what this warning is for. But it, it does have a lot of bad stuff in there. Yeah, I imagine it does. I haven't seen it in such a long time. To be fair, I don't ever. I think it was they put on when you're a toddler just to sort of keep you quiet so i don't think i've ever seen it when i've been like alive and conscious <laughs> <laughs> but... 
understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, this is a sad one. Doctor Strange tells his evil self about, you know, his sister drowning. Why is that particularly poignant in this film? Ooh. Um, I don't know. Uh, Sam Raimi's older brother died in an accidental drowning. Oh, and no. It was him who introduced him to the Spider-Man comics. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's sad. I know. Sorry. <laughs> This is meant to be a happy podcast. I know. I'm like, quick, find a happy, happy moment. Um, but they're all like, they're all so niche. Like, sorry, there's like, oh, music cue from Evil Dead, or um. Oh, don't worry too much about that. I haven't seen it. the only Sam Raimi scene of film I've actually seen is uh, Spider Man Two, so <laughs> which isn't yeah. really um very representative of his work, I suppose. No, I mean that's fine. It's still representative of his work. What has someone's outfit in the film was entirely CGI? Can you guess who? Hmm. Oh, um, I don't know. I, my mind's gone blank. It's Black Bolt. Really? Why? Don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. It doesn't say why. That's just that's so thing. random. I know. You'd think it would be Wonder Vision, well, Wonder even, just because like, <laughs> yeah, it. because and she changes a lot, so yeah, yeah. She grows her little crown, the little crown. I love that little crown. I want one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I reckon I'll do one more. Would you like that? Yeah, go on, one more. Okay. Um. Um. Okay, the big one-eyed monster. Yeah. Yeah. There's something very important about its eye and how they made it. No idea. They they, they modeled it on a retina scan of Elizabeth Olsen's eye. Oh, how weird. I know, how grim. That's your I, her gigantic eye. I'd be like, oh, that's what I look like? No. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's that. That's the film for you. Fab. Fab. That is the film. We have done it. It is done. Let's move on. What's next? (laughs) Oh, it's a TV series next. I'm excited. Which one? Oh, I'm excited. But I'm going to check that I've got that right. Just in case I'm wrong. It's in humans too. (laughs) Yes. It's Ms. Marvel. Oh, I am very excited. Okay, that's good. Very excited about this. And the series, general, general, the series is, series is, are, um, generally a bit more entertaining at the moment so yes yes they are. To and they're a nice length too it's not like we're going back to agents of shield days precisely precisely ms marvel next time okay. Woo. you've been listening to an episode of the marvel virgin if you'd like to join in the conversation you can tweet us at the marvel virgin we hope you enjoyed the show and that you'll tune in to the next fact-filled episode